0: Welcome into to the Jaguars Broadcast Week in Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank. J.P. Shadrick with you on today's Friday, August 7th. And with training camp starting to heat up a bit, we have plenty to get to, including the Jaguars.com debut of new analyst Bucky Brooks, head coach Doug Marone discussing the challenge for bubble players facing reduced opportunities, and Gardner Minshew and Josh Allen meet the media for the first time in camp. Let's start with the Ozone Podcast Monday. This week, senior writer John O'Shea visited with former Jags defensive back, now NFL network analyst, and the newest addition to the Jags broadcast team, Bucky Brooks. Bucky will join us Wednesdays on Jaguars Happy Hour and also on Jaguars postgame and the scoreboard show on radio each game day. Plus, he'll contribute some writing to Jaguars.com. Bucky, welcome aboard, first of all. I'm excited about this.
1: Hey, thanks so much, man. I'm really excited. Uh, John, I can't tell you how excited I am to reconnect with the Jaguars. Um, my fondest memories as an NFL player took place in Jacksonville. Uh, the run that we went on in '96 was magical, playing with great guys during that time. My college teammate, Natron Means, playing with uh, Jimmy Smith and Kenny McArdle, Mark Brunel, Tony Buscelli, uh all of those guys. I learned a lot during my time there. And even um, learning from Coach Coughlin and the other coaches that were on the staff, including Dick Durant, uh, very impactful. Uh, in terms
2: of the way that I view the game and continue to view the game now that I'm in a different role. I'm sure over the course of us working together, we'll have a lot of time this fall to get into all topics, but I do want to circle back a little later in this podcast on some of your 1990s memories. People around here love listening to that. And it's been fun not letting those stories get lost, but I'd be remiss if with all that's going on in the NFL, if I didn't ask you about the COVID stuff right now, the league, um, I guess just what are your thoughts? And this is going to run in three or four days as a behind the your show fans behind the curtains. What you say could be entirely different three or four days. I get that. Uh, things are changing mm-hmm. so fast. Uh, but what's your feeling right now on the NFL season and just sort of how things are going right now?
1: Well, one, I'm excited because obviously uh, when you've been around the game as long as we have been around it, your body clock kind of tells you when football season should be about to kick off. And so I'm excited that we're the time, even seeing the little B-roll clips of guys walking into the facility, getting their COVID tests, uh, the rookies reporting, uh, knowing the veterans are a few days away from reporting. Uh, you begin to get excited about the prospect of football being played. Now, it's a different time. The pandemic has robbed us of an off season a normal offseason. We haven't had an opportunity to really get excited about our team because we haven't seen those guys in OTAs and mini camps, And a lot of it is you talked about being able to just, you know, trying to create stories and and what observations and those things. So I'm excited to see that. I do believe it's different because of the protocols that are in place. I think the NFL has done a really good job of putting uh, protocols in place to try and protect the players as best they can. The opt-out arrangement where you're seeing players around the league opt out due to their own personal high-risk conditions or the concern of family members or those in their inner circles. And so that is a little different. But I do believe the NFL has had the luxury of being able to look at what some of the other leagues have done, uh, hopefully uh, learn from some of the mistakes that have taken place, to put our players in the best position to make it through the season unscathed.
0: The full podcast available on Jaguars.com's podcast page or the official Jaguars podcast network. We move along to Jags drive time. Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osher, and Brian Sexton had a conversation about the reserve COVID-19 list and the number of Jags players added so far. And it's almost point now where you want this all to happen right now during training camp so it doesn't happen week one of the regular season, Brian. Yeah, but you
3: don't know that it won't happen again. I mean, that. There are so many unknowns with this. I I scoffed a bit at people who wanted to point the finger and say, well, the Jaguars have more than everyone else, so obviously they're not doing something right. Um, Give me a break. None of us know what the standard is for this thing, the recurrence factor. None of us know where each one of these players was or can contact trace all the way back to where they've been and who they've been with for the last two months. I mean, it's just this whole thing is going to be such a what's happening today. The new normal is new, because this August is completely different than any previous August, at least in my 27 years covering this league. It is completely different. So you say, get it over with and move on. How do you know it doesn't come back? Um, you say, well, you're gonna have to expect things. Well, so how do you know? How do you know that we're not beyond it at this point? None of
2: us know. And I saw the same thing you did, Brian. People saying, oh, the Jaguars have had 12, 12- uh, what are they doing? You know, this was all about making sure that players didn't bring it inside the system. And until it's inside the system, it's being kept out. So I don't worry about it. it. If it happens next week and all of a sudden there's 15 guys, then that's the thing. My impression is, from reading things around the league, from talking to people around the league, that... The league overall is surprised that the numbers overall have been so low. They think this is a positive. So we'll see. But as you said, Brian, so many unknowns. It's really hard to analyze if things are doing right or wrong. I'm not sure there is a right or wrong. It's basically hold your breath, and I'm not being, I'm not trying to be cute there. It's hold your breath and uh, wait for this thing to play out.
0: Jaguars Drive Time Archives available on at Jaguars on social media or the team website jaguars.com. It's on to head coach Doug Marone. He's speaking with the media over Microsoft Teams Monday and Thursday each week. And Thursday's meeting this week was about 30 minutes of Marone digging deep on a wide range of topics. One of those, the small number of opportunities to impress for players on the roster bubble.
4: It is. And I have, obviously, because of my background, I have a lot of empathy, you know, for them. And, And you guys know my background and how I feel when these things happen. Um... Imagine how, how awful I feel when I know that I haven't gotten enough information where I've got to make decisions that in the past um, I've been able to complete a high level of information to be able to make those decisions and, and feel good about it, uh, even though the process of, of releasing players is, is terrible. Um, I've mentioned that many a times, uh, to the players that are here, um, you know, what's going on is, is so tough. It, it went back to before I even, Gene, before I even worked out whether we were going to be at 90 or 80, um, knowing that the work we put in and knowing that I think anything in life, as long as you have an opportunity, um, it may not work out well, it may not even be fair, but at least there's an opportunity to at least show something. So immediately when it came out to 90 or 80, I didn't even blink an eye. I was like, I'm going to 90. I I just feel like it's just an important thing for me and what I believe is the right thing to do. And then I think it's right for our team also, obviously. So I've talked to a lot of these players about these difficult decisions and how hard it's going to be. And, you know, we may make these decisions and we may be wrong. You know, but if it's important for you to continue your career, you keep keep training. This year is so different, you know, than any year in the past. I I really feel uh, I really don't like that position that that I'm in personally. Now, I'm not talking about the league and I'm not talking about rules and I'm not talking about uh, the scouts, the coaches or anyone like that. I'm talking about me personally. You know, it, it is a. Um, it, it's it's not a good feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's uh it's it stinks and there's nothing I can do to change that. I've tried to create these schedules where we can get the most out of our evaluation, you know, from the players. Um, but at the end of the day I and, and I said this right away, I go out of uh, the history of of, of of this league, this is by far the toughest Time to for someone like you said, you know, make this football team because the opportunities are going to be extremely limited, and it's a shame because we're we're going to miss out on the greatest stories. In my mind, the greatest stories to me is a guy that's been working, and all of a sudden comes out for the the team tryout that's open to anyone. He tries out. He's got something. He, he you know the odds are stacked against him. And all of a sudden, he makes it, and not only does he make it, he winds up thriving. And and we've seen this throughout the history. And we're gonna, whether we like it or not, or whether we think we're experts in evaluating people, we're gonna lose a little bit of that. And 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 I don't know. Maybe that's deep. Maybe I'm, uh, you know, maybe I'm looking too far into it, you know. But I think that's that's sad.
0: When we return, the best of Gardner Minshew, Josh Allen, and Brandon Linder. All that after this.
3: JAGS fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a -A TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB,
0: Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back to the Jaguars broadcast week in review podcast presented by TIAA Bank. Time to get in the trenches with Jaguars center Brandon Linder. He met with the media on a video conference Wednesday, and there's plenty of social distancing going on these days, as we all know. But at some point, the offensive lineman will get on the field and block the player across from them about as opposite of the world we're living in as you can get i asked him about any apprehension with that and would he wear the optional shield on his face mask this year
5: we've been socially distancing ourselves i've been taking this seriously um i've been talking to the equipment guys about that shield i guess that goes above right here but i mean as hot as it's been i don't know that's going to be tough but i mean because i mean in the trenches i mean you're just right here with another guy i mean obviously there's you're exhaling their spit. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to take a look at it. Um, but I don't know. It might be too hot in there to wear it. I mean, you're taking a risk and, and you hope that all the protocols in place are going to, are going to eliminate or, or at least try and eliminate some of the, you know, ha- having this COVID slip through this building. I mean, they've been doing a good job so far, but, um, I'm going to take a look at it and we'll see but I don't know, because I've never worn a visor or anything like that, and I've heard things about the visor being hot in there, and so we'll see.
0: You really just have to go try it, right? That's yeah, I yeah, have really you know, I'm going to
5: try it. Yeah, I'm probably going to put it on for one practice and just see how it feels, see how it looks, uh, and then go from there.
0: Good to hear from Linder this week, and it's hard to believe he's now entering his seventh NFL season, the veteran of that offensive line group. Now to the guy who is receiving the snaps from Linder. Back on Tuesday, we had our first public visit with Jaguars quarterback Gardner The II. As you might imagine, he covered plenty, including his short stay on the reserve COVID-19 list that made him miss the first day of work.
6: Nah, it was brutal, dude. Like, yesterday, it had been like the first day of school, you know? Like, had my outfit picked out and everything. Had to stay at home. That sucks. Missed out playing with all my friends. Uh but yeah, you know, did not contract the virus. Uh it took one luck at me, ran the other way. Uh it's probably in its best interest. So, um here we are. We're back on Tuesday, ready to roll, excited a good place in football.
0: Minshew you later discussed his off season emphasis outside of getting stronger and staying in shape.
6: I think one of the big emphasis um this off season's obviously been learning the offense remotely. Uh, you know, you haven't been in the meeting room every day to be able to ask the questions. Um So it's been kind of figuring it out, you know, talking to guys guys on the team that have been in the system before, um, you know, talking to Coach Gruden, Coach McAdoo as much as I can, uh, just really trying to show up to camp ready to run this offense and, you know, help everybody else along.
0: Later in the week, Marone was asked about the quirkiness of his quarterback, some of the social media, and outside the building events of the offseason. But Marone said he only sees one side of Minshew.
4: I get home last night and someone mentioned to me that, hey, did you see the thing about, you know, uh, Gardner, you know, a dog barked and he barked it back. I'm like, and like, you know, and I'm looking at and these, see, I don't know so many of the things that go on on the outside. So it's hard for me, like when people like ask me about him or ask me about questions like that, that's the part I don't see. Does that make sense? In other words, I, I don't see that part in, the, in that in that in that player. Uh, not to say that I, I can't sit see him not doing those things. You you know what I mean? Because it, there's so many people that tell me, you know, all those things about, you know, social media, RVs and I, all that stuff. I see the guy that comes in with with, with a, a mission and and a focus every single day, you know, so um, uh, you know, when he's here or around myself and not to say that we might not laugh about something or joke, we do, but I don't see that, that other side, uh, that people will be say the, the quirkiness of things of that nature. He's, uh, maybe I bring that out in people. <laughs> I don't know, but I was just saying, I see a guy that's focused and, you know, he's ready to go. And, and every time he's here and he's working, he's on a mission and he's really working with his teammates. So, uh, I, 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 you know, I, I'd say that, you know, he's someone that, um, you know, I think has a really good personality. You know what I'm saying, and 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 can really, you know, laugh at himself and do those things, which I think is important in life. Uh, I think that he's someone that uh, can communicate with everyone on his on his team, no matter you know where you are, whether you're, you know, the guy that stays in the corner, whether you're out there, um, and I think that's great. So uh, you know, those things are positive, but. Uh, make no mistake about it. Um, you know when he's when he crosses that line and he's on the field or he's in the classroom or when he's by himself, um you know he's working extremely hard. That's what I see.
0: From the offensive leader to a cornerstone of the Jaguars defense, Pro Bowl defensive end and linebacker Josh Allen. Allen was asked about his goals for the year and what he worked on technically in the offseason. Uh, to be the best defensive player in the country. I mean, in, the, in the league, uh, that's, you know, high
7: standards. I had a high standard last year and I kind of achieved that goal. Uh, but now, you know, I set the bar really high for myself and, uh, I'm looking to stay there, stay at the top and I'm going to push myself as much as I could push each year. And, uh, this year is, is, I'm not holding anything back, man. I'm, I'm coming in as, as best as I can, the best version of me. Uh, you know, I feel like coming in practice what I did so far, man. I feel like my game has grown. I feel like I'm getting more comfortable, uh, but it's still a, it's still a lot I got to learn. And but uh, but I got high standards this year, and and just know I'm shooting for the top. I feel like you know, yeah, I worked on pass rush, but I worked on my whole game. Uh, you know, it, it's so big to get caught up in the sacks. You know, and this is just talking around people in the NFL. Uh, it's so big to get caught up in the sacks if you're considered a pass rusher. Uh, and I'm not trying to be considered just a pass rush. I'm trying to be considered a great defensive player. Uh, so I'm, my main focus was stopping. My main focus is going to stop the run, tackle for losses, you know, plays that disrupt the whole offense. Uh, so that's really what I've been working on. So I've been working on just quick get offs, my my three point coming out my three point stands as close as I can. Uh, you know, things like that. But I worked a lot of pass rush. Uh, but like I said, I worked on you know, trying to be able to stop the
0: run and get tackle losses and be quick on my first step. For his head coach, Allen's preparation and follow-through will be a big part of his success.
4: I think it starts early on. So, like, for me, D-Rock had started, uh, it didn't start when he reported here. You know, it, it pretty started with conversations in the offseason. You know, how can I get on the field more? Uh, how can I be a better use for the team? Uh, I'll do anything it takes. Um, you know, and then talking about, you know, kind of, you know, what he's doing in his personal life, family, why, you know, the, the, the maturity, the, um, uh, and looking at what he can do better. So, so immediately when the season was over, you know, I'm thinking to myself, uh, this guy gets it, you, you know, um, you know, this guy is, is all, all of a sudden starting to put together a plan for himself of, of how he, what he wants to do in the offseason, what he wants to do when he comes back and in, is envisioning himself uh, being successful on the field. That, you need that first before you need anything. I think uh, the next thing you look at is when you do get a visual, you know, how, uh, how has he shown up? You could know, say all that stuff and talk about that stuff, but you can show up and not be in shape, not be ready, not be focused. Uh, that's the exact opposite with Josh so i mean you know all the indications are he's 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 exactly where he he should be and that's one of the things that you get excited about you know of seeing hey what what you know when he gets on the field uh, it looks like he's done a heck of a job between when the season was over to now and and he looks like someone that is not satisfied that's on a mission that has a lot of goals that has team goals you know that's the other important thing too of you know, how do you, you know, is it just about me, 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 or, Hey, what can I do for the team? How can I be a better leader? How can I, you know, these are the conversations I've had with him that, um, that when you're a coach, those are the conversations that, you know, when they're done, you're like, gosh, that's awesome. You know, that's great. So, you know, that, that's where Josh has has been. And I, I, you know, I've, I've run into him in town, you know we 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 I ran into him out at the beach, um not at physically the beach but at the club and um you know he's he's you know getting his body worked on, making sure that you know, hey, I'm ready to go and feel good I mean, you know, so I was able to talk to him. I'm like, hey, what are you doing?' Cause normally for me, I'm thinking, well, shoot, I'm you know first year player and and you've had you've gone through all this stuff the first year. I'm going to get away, I'm going to go relax, I'm going to do whatever I, you know, whatever I can. And I, I think he's he's managed and balanced all that where he feels like he's in a, a really good position and, and that helps our football team.
0: The full video conferences with Linder, Minshew, Allen, and Marone available on the team website, jaguars.com. Next week, plenty more media availabilities are on the schedule for players as we get ever closer to actual practices with helmets in training camp. It's been a long time coming. Catch all the Jaguars news, video, and audio on the official team website, jaguars.com. Thanks for listening. I'm J.P. Shadrick, and we'll catch you next week on the Jaguars Broadcast Week in Review Podcast presented by TIAA Bank.